Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Matchball 30 sponsored by Calidus, leading consultants in health and safety, project management, asset management, environmental services and training. Visit wearecalidus.com for more information. The Matchball. Welcome to the Matchball 30, our real-time journey, 30 years on through the 1991-1992 season. Dan, Michael and Moscow with you here before Christmas. Are you feeling, are you feeling festive? That's a really nice pullover you've got on there. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Uh, it's, it's, I think Noel Edmonds was wearing it the other day. I, I saw it on telly and really liked it. Did you get it from British Home Stores? <laughs> CNA. Ah, okay. Great stuff. Right then, um, into it then. Um, what's been happening? Because we're uh, heading towards Forest and, and the city ground and let's face it, a, a defensive goalless draw. But before we get to that, there is quite a lot going on here pre-Christmas. Not least of all, uh, we're going to win the cup and we're going to be in a brilliant stadium soon. Mm, three to one favourites for the Rumbelows Cup. So that's good, isn't it? And it'll be a financial boost we need for our building plans. I'm sure we get at least £100 <laughs> for winning the Rumbelows Cup, don't we? We're third favourites for the FA Cup and second favourites for the league. So we're going to win something. Easy. I think that's how it works, isn't it? The problem is, is if we go too far in all the trophies like we saw last season, we need to just, you know... Thankfully, there is no historical precedent for Leeds United competing on too many fronts. Deciding which one we want to win. And we've had an easy draw in the Cups anyway, so now to worry about. Uh, we've got plans then for a uh, magnificent new East stand. We've seen mock-ups in the YEP, and I have to say, this looks very impressive indeed. £10 million, pounds, though, the what? YEP. How much? Soon. Well, that's not the figures I'd seen quoted. Do you know, Jagsoff figures of five and a half million. Do you know where I'd seen those in the YP? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does depend. <laughs> does depend which day you you picked up the newspaper, or whether they've gone. We can't really do ten mil. Can you make it cheaper in some way? Maybe don't do all that bit at the back. Just do the leave the grass banks in. Just and... put the seats in, and we'll leave the rest of it. It's one of those things because they're saying it's going to be paid for with two million pounds from the football trust, one and a half million pounds from the Elland Road Development Fund. And that's all they've got. So you either want to talk it up and say it's going to be a ten million pound super stand, or you want to say actually it's only going to be five and a half million. So if you could help us with that two million quid, we can do it. Whereas if you if you were coming at us with the we're seven million short, it's not going to happen. The picture of it, which is not um, well, there were, there were two pictures actually. There's the the first mm. one that was in the newspaper it was fairly uh, like a child's drawing more or less, which highlighting what's going to be in there they've gone fairly minimal toilets as labelled I mean I would expect toilets yep. 
as a, as a minimum in a brand new stadium. I, I, new think, stand. I think you've got to have them as well if the football licensing people are going to let you have people in. Yeah, probably. so you know, from the upper, the good news is people aren't going to be pissing off the back of the upper tier because it's really high up. It'd be quite. Um, Looks really tall, doesn't it? It'd be quite a spectacle. Mm. That's but, why the, uh, the grass always grew so thick and lush on the back of the low fields. But the next picture of it wow. is, is wow. more, more, it's more of an artist's impression. It's, this is amazing. And it does look ace, let's yeah. be honest. Look, like, I would uh, draw some attention to what's going on on the pitch, or rather off the pitch. One of our players appears to be approaching the ball to put a tackle in from about six yards off the, the west touchline, which I'm sure the referee, and there's, there's a lot of players standing off the pitch, unless, looking at it again, actually, are they in the shadow of the west stand and they are on the pitch? It's, it's hard to say. The perspective of the, what's happening with the players and the way that the the 18-yard box looks to be about 80 yards wide <laughs> doesn't necessarily fill me with confidence that what we see in the background with this new stadium is a the new stand, start, sorry, is a, a true representation of what's going to be built. Because if they can't draw the front right, can they draw the back right? Yeah, that looks does look weird. But I think that is the west stand shadow. and But the area does look far, far too big for... For Ellen Road. But I mean, that's the thing I'm confident about is that we've seen these disproportionate drawings of the pitch and what could possibly go wrong with the um, this magnificent new yeah. East stand. So is that like a row of executive boxes there just at the back? It looks like it, yeah. That, the, that, was on the, that was on the previous model, actually. I think whether or not maybe the toilets are only available for the um, executive box users, the rest of us will have to piss in milk bottles or something yeah. and take it home with us. It's but nice um, yeah, this, this pitch uh, is good, though. It's taken from like the, it's the northwest corner, isn't it? Looking back towards the magnificent new East stand. Yeah, and the. Um... It's nice that they're going to write Leeds City Council cares across the front of the top of the east stand as well to match what's on the um, the west stand at the moment. So that's a nice throwback to the other side of the pitch. I mean, if you've not seen these these pictures yet, it's it's basically twice the size of all the other stands, isn't it? This one mm. that they're proposing, towering over the biggest cantilever roof in Europe, no less. What does cantilever mean? Uh, I don't know. It's where you don't have any pillars, oh. so that roof is just going to stay up, that'll unsupported. Never, that'll never stay up. That, that just won't work. You need to put some posts in. So, I mean, it is a bit. Sounds like witchcraft, like, doesn't it? It feel like a bit of a risk. Do we have to do, <laughs> do, we have to do the biggest one in Europe? Can we just do like a, quite a big one, but not push <laughs> push the technology in a, a valley at the bottom of Beast Nell? Which is the second biggest in Europe? Ah, oh, that other one that's a bit, the one that's just a bit smaller than the it. The one on the continent. Yep. There um, is one <laughs> in America not Europe, we should be, add, not Europe. No, but that might be the only one that's actually bigger mm. in the world. I think that's in San Diego, and that's uh, I don't quote me on that. Well, though, but it's um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty big deal, and it, it. I mean, I know the low fields has kind of maybe had its day, and you don't have many grassy knolls in first division football grounds and Super League as we're going to be in from next season if everything goes ahead. But then, isn't this going to make just like totally out of proportion with the rest of the stadium. It's going to look weird having this mm. massive thing on one side of the stadium. Well, I guess the plan will be to develop the rest of it over the next 10 years or whatever, then but, it'll all be that size. But this it? one's costing at least five and a half million pounds, if not 10 million pounds. So if you're going to multiply that for the rest of the stadium, mm. 40 million pounds. Yeah, no one's ever going to spend more than that on a stadium. And all, all we've actually managed to get to make this one is three and a half million. They're talking about selling season tickets five years in advance to try and get the the money in so if you do that for the rest of the stadium you're selling season tickets 20 years in advance and then so it's 1991 nearly 1992 so you're talking 2012 
before you can sell somebody a new season Bloody ticket hell, well, to I've sit in flying, the stadium. Flying cars and all sorts the by then. economics just don't really seem to stack up to me. And uh, I know that the low field's probably, you know, it is essentially, it's a Victorian terrace, maybe Edwardian. I can never remember which king and queen um, oversaw the construction with some grassy hills at the back and a shed on top. But it works, doesn't it? Doesn't work as well as this though. Doesn't have the corporate facilities. It's gonna. Have, it's gonna have shopping concourses. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like Meadow Hall or, or something. Is well, this? If, if the whole oh, thing. It's gonna be like the riding centre in Wakefield. If well, the whole bloody thing. Hell. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be pretty swish. Is corporate facilities and executive boxes and shops inside? Presumably, that's gonna make money. So why do they need two million pounds from the fans to pay for it? Why can't that pay for it? So what we'll pay for it, TV money. Because what is it we get for an away fixture? Is it about 10 grand, something like that? Something crazy? Well, we're on TV again, which is absolutely outrageous. But, you know, when you're pushing for the top of the league and you're in all the cup competitions, you're a big draw on the telly and we are being televised for our game away to Sheffield Wednesday. So that was going to be Saturday the 11th of January. Uh, but it's been moved to Sunday the 12th. 3.25 kickoff. Another kickoff time. Absolutely pulled out of someone's ass. It all. I mean, we went probably to accommodate Baywatch or something. Before, yeah, we need to work out what's going to be on uh, ITV before it. <laughs> That'll be the problem, won't it? That's what we're having to building our lives around corporate boxes and Baywatch. I don't like the way football's going. Just going back to uh, pre-promotion, the day we got promoted, Bournemouth. Some sentences have been handed out for that. We've seen the news there. Uh, Nineteen men have been given well everything ranging from community service to sixteen months in prison for the uh, the bother at Bournemouth. Mm, although the the judge did nicely blame the football league a bit as well, which was good. <laughs> so so really, have you seen the quotes? Following those, those men were innocent. Is what I'm saying. Following repeated requests by the police for the game to be rearranged, I cannot but agree with the criticisms of the cavalier attitude of the football league. Life bans as well, though, for these people, these I mean, transgressors. It, yeah, I mean, Alan Roberts has confirmed that, but it was it was not hard to see it coming, was it? In no. fairness. No. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're a cleaner League United these days, though, aren't we? We're doing family things, and this magnificent new East stand is surely going to be uh, the start of us descending into a, in a corporate hellhole. So soon enough, those people will be priced out. Yes, this is true. Um, Bobby Davison, he's been on loan at Derby, and he's bagging loads of goals, eight in eight. Uh, you know, like giving the ball to him is like throwing your uh, Sunday dinner to a shark, mm. famously. But he has injured his knee, which means he might not get a permanent move to uh, to Derby. Could do with him back anyway. He's scoring goals. Yeah, he's scoring more than uh, Rodney Wallace, isn't he? And Lee Chapman, but they're useless. <laughs> the um, I've just uh, flicked through. I found the um, the television papers. Batman is at two o'clock on ITV. The Caped Crusader will be playing. Zap Powell with the Joker, and then at 2.50 is Dinosaurs. Like many a father before him, Earl blows a gasket. Oh, as good as Dinosaurs. When son Robbie turns vegetarian. Ugh. So that's on from 2.50 to 3.20, and not, then the match. Not the mama. Was that what you used to say in that? I don't know. No, it's good. It's a good programme. But then, uh, I mean, it is a good programme. Yeah. After I, and the, I watched uh, it a couple of days ago. I've just forgotten. After the game at 5.30, Bullseye, then Animal Country then the news boring highway with uh, Harry Seacombe oh, visiting the accessory in Devon. Boring. Not boring. Of course it's boring. And then you've been framed, which is fine. Oh, brilliant. Oh, excellent. Brilliant, yeah. Good laugh. All right, well, we look forward to that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. To the game and uh, not a great game, a defensive game. But before we get to the actual non-action, uh, Lineups: uh, Lukic, Sterling, Dorigo, Batty, John McClelland in defence alongside Chris White with Strachan, Wallace, Chapman, McAllister and Speed with Gary Kelly, young lad. He's um, emerged this season, hasn't he? Gary Kelly's on the bench alongside... Yeah, young, young striker. Yep, yeah, uh, alongside Steve Hodge. For the opposition, we've got Mark Crossley, Gary Charles, Carl Tyler, Des Walker, Stuart Pearce, Roy Keane, Kingsley Black, Nigel Clough, Scott Gemmelly and Wone, Teddy Sheringham playing for them. Glover on the bench with, the, with Clough, their manager, Brian Clough. Do you remember him? A character. Just looking at those teams, you know, uh, Des Walker, you'd always want him to be out because he's a dead good defender. 11 stitches he had in a cut under his eye after he had a clash with Barry Horn. I think everyone has clashes with Barry Horn, don't they? Uh, but he was deemed fit to play. And then Gary Charles had a groin strain, but he recovered from that. Chris Fairclough, I dare say, would have liked to have gone back to the city ground, wouldn't he? But the reason McClelland is in is because he's suspended following that unjust red card. And... Uh, Gary Kelly had been due to go back to Ireland for Christmas, presumably to see his mammy and go to church and so on and so forth. But no, not this time. He's playing for us instead. Sitting in the cold in Nottingham, watching us draw nil-nil. And playing a bit, actually, does come on, doesn't he, in this? Because um, Strachan's injured, just to cap off the great news of the day. Do we know what happened to him? His back, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, he's struggling with um, back problems, sciatica. Um, essentially because he Are you is... pronouncing the C? I'd go sciatica. It is sciatica, but I like the idea of it being sciatica. <laughs> I was distracted because he's Scottish and you pronounce it, you don't call him Sottish, do you? <laughs> um, but what he is, and uh, this has been proven, is he's a very, very old man and uh, that's why his back trouble is starting to cost him and us. But yeah, it's nil-nil here at the city ground. We haven't won there in, in sort of 20 years and uh, well, we still haven't. But it's better than last year. You know that mad season closing game that we had at the end of uh, at the end of the nineteen ninety nineteen ninety one season uh, when we were two down inside nine minutes and it was four three. It finished, of course, didn't it? And Wilco didn't like didn't like goals, didn't like fun, didn't like action. He Happ- might not have liked it. I like a mad game. Happier with a nil nil. He knows what he's doing with a nil nil, doesn't he? That's why he's put uh, Batty playing in front of the central defenders and uh, dropping behind them as well. He's sort of playing. He's been doing this a lot this season, where instead of being alongside McAllister. In midfield, he's kind of dropping back as like our last man a lot of the time. Um, more of a, a centre-back than a, a midfielder. 
Mbati sort of at, at the opposite any, end of the spectrum to Strachan Wilkinson says, uh, considering his age and the job he was asked to do in front of our central defenders and behind them, I thought Batty was exceptional. And he showed great discipline, which I think is the one thing that Howard Wilkinson never thinks he ever gets from David Batty because he's uh, a maniac, <laughs> but not today. Yeah, he was given uh, man of the match in the evening post was was batting probably rightly so, but we didn't we didn't particularly create anything in this. Even though we had, we had more shots, but they probably had the better of the chances. With the Nigel Clough with the best in the last last few minutes, he was put through on goal and kind of dragged a shot across uh, Lukic. So Although there was that it could have been worse. Uh, that Teddy Sheringham header as well that was rubbish. He is rubbish though. Well, yeah, apparently. I mean, they talk about didn't um, Forrest spent like one and a half million pounds on him or something, which is getting onto building an East stand for us and he can't even head that. And Lee Chapman, who cost 450 grand, would have headed that in twice. A Christmas gift for Leeds United by not scoring. I don't want any presents from Teddy Sheringham. Mm. A man called Teddy. Imagine, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> should we call him Edward from now on? That's his name. Yeah. yeah, I think we should, definitely. Well, let's take some positives from it. There must be something good to take out of this game, surely. I mean, we got more shots on target than them. <laughs> Gary Kelly came on. That was nice. Even yeah. if even if um, we have now replaced our best player of the last few years with uh, a child, but that's nice, I suppose. At least and at least we've not lost Chris White for the next game as well, because Fairclough is still going to be suspended. So if we'd have lost him as well, we're into David Batting maybe having to drop really far back. It was nice to see Gary Kelly. Not nice to see Strachan going off with his um, sciatica. <laughs> um, but generally, Wilkinson's choice of reserve is another old man, isn't it? So to see a teenager coming on bodes better for the, the future than, you know, just filling it up with ex-Sheffield Wednesday midfielders keep waiting for, um, oh, I can't remember the name. What's it? the ginger player? Gary Megson to turn up at some point, start trundling around our reserves, get some kids involved a bit, bring the average age down. Well, in terms of the league table, a point does mean we're level with Man United again, but they didn't play, so they've got two games in hand. Uh, Waterlogged pitch. Yeah, the game against Villa called off due to that uh, soggy pitch. Uh, Wilco seemed pretty pleased with the nil-nil, though. We never looked like losing. That's good. Um, but with a nil-nil scoreline, you know that you can lose it. But we were pleased with everything. If perhaps a little disappointed, this is a, a right roller coaster, isn't it? So we were pleased with everything, if a little disappointed that we did not punish Forrest Moore. I thought there was a goal in what we did. With a little bit of luck, we would have been on our way. But, you know, if you're not going to win, don't lose, as they say. Don't lose. I have an update on the television listings, by the way. Oh, okay, go on. Um, Again, for the Sheffield Wednesday game coming up in January. Of course, I'd forgotten to take into account that um, ITV is regional, and so they are not all showing dinosaurs in the Anglia TV region, they will be showing a place in the sun as a build-up to our match. Central Blizzard of Ashes, I think it is. Or, uh, oh no, it's Blizzard of Ars. Let me have a close look ra- at my your, newspaper here. Is your Radio Times a little bit... Uh... It's Blizzard of Ars. Okay. An Ars Blizzard. Spelt A-A-H-H-H-S. Never, never heard of it. Fair I mean, enough. presumably they only show that in the central region, so that's why we never see it in Yorkshire. TSW, I don't know which part of the country that is, but they're showing the A-team. Southwest, probably, let's see. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, and then HTV, which I'm pretty sure is Wales, they've got some cartoons and then dinosaurs. That's to fill the gap, because instead of showing Batman 
before dinosaurs. Whack. Yeah, instead of that, it's planning the small garden, followed by five minutes of cartoons and dinosaurs. Blizzard so. of Oz is um, a 1988 classic ski film. Oh, okay. There you mm. go. I've got to say, though, for the evening lineup, the BBC absolutely knocking out of the park. So instead of watching um, the post match roundup of the day's action after our live match, you can tune, turn over at five past five to BBC One for the clothes show, then the Antiques Road show. Then there's news, songs of praise, whatever. A low, a low, love, joy, as time goes by. Oh, Absolutely great. solid. And then there's a new drama called A Time to Dance, which is based on a Melvin Bragg novel, but probably let's give that a Should miss. we talk about football instead for a second? Um, just around, we do, nil, nil. Well, I was just going to say, we've, we've had a bit of, uh, you know, Tottenham have got Profits lots of... on as well. Tottenham have got games to make up because they were lagging behind in, in the uh, games played column. They faced uh, Liverpool at home on December the 18th, which was last Wednesday. They lost 2-1 to Liverpool. Then we had a round of fixtures on Friday, which is just frankly bizarre. Football not meant for Fridays, is it? But it is Christmas week. Luton Town won Coventry nil. Southampton won all with Notts County. Then yeah, yesterday's fixtures, the Saturday fixtures, Arsenal 4, Everton 2, Chelsea 4, Oldham 2, uh, Liverpool 2-2 with Manchester City, Norwich nil, QPR 1. Wednesday beat Wimbledon 2-0, so they're staying in touch. Uh, West Ham won all with Sheffield United. And then the Sunday games today... Palace losing at home to Spurs 2-1 and then us playing Forest 0-0. Leaves us second. We're behind Manchester United on goal difference, same points, but they've got two games in hand on us, which is a bit of a pain in the arse. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday have also got a game in hand on us. We've played 21, they've played 20, but they are nine points behind us. But we've got that game coming up against them, haven't we, as we mentioned on the on the telly. So it is a chance to uh, to close that gap for them. But uh, hopefully it'll be all right. At the minute, at the foot of the table, you've got Luton propping it up with 15 points. Southampton, Notts County, Sheffield United uh, down near the bottom as well. Still, we've reached the uh, halfway point of the season, only having lost one game. Not bad, is it? Huh? We've done all right. It's good, but I feel like in other seasons we should be top. Well, maybe we can go top. We'll batter Southampton on Boxing Day and that'll uh, give us the advantage. I mean, if Scum are just going to keep crying off games because the pitch is wet, then it's ours to win, isn't it? Christmas number one as well. That's exciting, isn't well, it? Well, we'll find out, won't we? Like in, a, in an hour or two. Now the game's finished, mm. we can stick um, Radio One on, find out what it is that's going to be number one. They reckon Queen, don't they? Because obviously yeah. we, lost, we lost Freddie Mercury. So um, Queen potentially is Christmas number one. But we'll, we'll know for sure uh, when we revisit this Boxing Day when Southampton are in town. It's a long way to come for them, isn't it? On uh, on Boxing Day, we'll have to set off dead early. But apart from that, you looking forward to Christmas? Of course. Great, isn't it? Hungry hippos. Fingers crossed. Yeah, well, enjoy your game of Hungry Hippos. Like, if you get drawn into the game of like Monopoly with the grown-ups, just watch out. People cheat. Um, but do enjoy your Christmas, and we will be back with you on Boxing Day. So I hope you get everything that you wished for on your list with Santa. And Merry Christmas, and we'll speak to you soon. The Match Ball. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.